exciting news. Yes. It is launch week around these parts. So our Wayman Unlimited onboarding coaching program is now open for enrollment. If you are a digital creator who's looking to add more predictability, more profit, and more peace into your business, our Wayman Unlimited program is here to help you. Through our monthly onboarding coaching sessions, we'll remove the overwhelm of growing your business and give you specific marketing tactics to focus on each month so you can grow, but at a sustainable pace. Because we're all steady, about... Steady. Slow growth around here. We take a slow and steady approach to running a calm business so you can reach your business goals without sacrificing your well-being. By the way, also included in Wayman Unlimited is a lifetime account to our core software, Tea Tree, which is the most customizable and brandable course platform on the market. You also get access to a member favorite group accountability system we call Wayme of Stones. That's Please right. don't sue us, Game of Thrones. <laughs> where we blend fun and action taking together in our weekly Wayme Slack community through doing some accountability and sharing our goals, getting our tasks done every single week. That's right. If you are interested in joining Wayman Unlimited, head to wanderingaimfully.com slash join to learn more and get all the details. And just as a reminder, the doors will be open until March 26th. Welcome to What Is It All For? A podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. <laughs> Do your best uh, boost mobile chirp. Boost mo? No, no, the chirp. What's the... The... What? Is that a boost mobile It thing? was Nextel. It was a Nextel chirp. Oh. Yeah. Come on, what you got that it. Sound? You beep, beep. Mm, mm. One more try. Beep, beep. It didn't start out well, but we're going to go with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm boosted. You are boosted. You're not boosted. Ugh, I'm not boosted. And you know what? You're a little jealous, I'm a you? little. I'm a lot jealous. Yeah. I'm the last one in our friend bubble to get boosted. And I'm now, pissed. is your phone getting better service right now? Yeah. Because I'm near Because you're 5G. Because I'm boosted. I'm are 5G, you 6G? Plus. You're 5G plus. I hope I'll get to 6G at some point. You got to be like 6G to. by this point. Uh... Very exciting uh, news for me as I'm boosted. Mm -hmm. Unexciting news for you, potential shingles flare up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh boy. Definite let's start let's flare. start there. Let's yep. start with how we're feeling. Okay. This episode is titled Embrace the Chaos. Right. The whole episode is gonna be a preamble, essentially. So yes. for the for the preamble lovers out there, if you, what a paradise. What a paradise. If you just want to hear us preamble and you want to know what's going on in our lives, yeah. this is the episode for you. If you're an advent calendar fan, it's almost like you your advent calendar didn't arrive until December twenty fourth. Oh, and you're fully loaded. And you're like, okay. I, get <laughs> I to guess open I have to eat all twenty four of these <laughs> right now. And that's what you're doing that today. Is. That's right. This. That's right. You get lots of updates on preparing for travel. So, um, about yeah, I mean, I have shingles again. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go back. Oh, yay! But you yeah. have a great attitude about it. I think I have a better. Yeah, you know, when you just third time's the charm, yes. you start to have a better attitude. Let's give people your quick abridged shingles journey for those great. who don't know. In the fall of 2018, this is while we were building, wandering aimfully. There was a lot of work stress. Yeah. It was very stressful, and I got shingles for the first time and when I tell you on a scale of like one to one being like very mild like can't even notice it to 10 being like the worst thing I mean it was like a seven yeah. like I know people get it on like their eye and like their face and stuff which I didn't have so we're grateful for that but it was very bad yeah um I think this was also I didn't know it at the time but this was on the heels of three years of being vegan come to find out it's actually not great for my particular body chemistry yeah like sh like love veganism like shout oh, out absolutely. to all of you vegans out there if we could just, do it we would do it if we could do health. it we would do it but for my body and my chemistry like it just didn't go well for me so my body was at the the lowest defenses that possible yeah as well as a lot of untreated underlying anxiety disorder stuff so this perfect storm came together i get shingles and i was out for like five weeks six yeah. weeks like it was very bad got the full-blown rash on my shoulder um very painful very bad what they call it post-herpetic neuralgia like just zapping very very painful for weeks anyway Made it through. Yeah, Got that's fall of 2018. Fall of 2018. But I was like, this this is much worse than people think. We'll come to find out, like, not everyone has a severe case, you know? Right. So I was like, why are You're people... You're so lucky. I'm like, why are people not yeah. talking about how yeah. actually terrible this is? So anyway, then 
2020 magically 2019 i'm good flew by 20 on well well yeah yeah i I worked on i worked on all the anxiety stuff we healed a lot of stuff we got my supplements right we got my body chemistry feeling good feeling strong 2019 was fine 2020 goes by surprisingly with the pandemic with the pandemic with all that stress i'm okay 2021 rolls around this year my dad gets COVID in january and like clockwork Right after my dad came home from the hospital, um, thankfully, I noticed the same beginning feelings in my other shoulder in the yeah. exact same place. And a day a day of that, and I was like, I'm not going to say it in my brain. I'm not going to say it. And then the second day and then the third day, and I was like, I know what this feeling is, and it's shingles again. Yeah. And so luckily, because I knew what that feels like, it's a very unique feeling for me personally, like my skin – I was trying to describe it to you. It becomes ten- so tender to the touch. It feels like you've been had a really bad sunburn. Mm. But you can't, for me, like you don't see this rash yet, but it's like I can feel the skin feels different. The nerves feel different. And so I was able to get on an antiviral very quickly and I never even got the rash. Like yeah. it went away. In I like remember us having the discussion and this was, this was, you know, obviously during COVID time. So we didn't want to go to a doctor. We didn't want to go and like be, right. put ourselves in a precarious situation. So you just got on a telehealth call. Thank goodness we're all moving to that because we don't need to go to doctors when you say, right. like, just prescribe me something. Right. Got on the antiviral for seven days, kicked it to the curb. Right. And it, it's not fun being on the antiviral, right? Like it makes you tired. It makes you a little yeah, bit dizzy. I don't like it yeah. for sure. But okay, that was January. So that was January. Yeah. So then same thing happens like four days ago. I'm yeah. like, huh, I got an interesting – this time it's on my right side of my like stomach, which yeah. actually I think stomach and like your what they call it, your trunk mm. is like a very popular place. I do really like your trunk. Thank you. Okay. I have a good trunk. Yeah. 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 Um, celebrate my trunk. Yeah, I and, will. And like it is a very popular place to – the two places that I got it are actually very popular places to – for the shingles to flare up. I start noticing the feeling. I'm like, I'm like, it's not that. It's just some weird nerve stuff going on. Day two, day three. Day three is when I kind of finally had to sit down and be like, because the problem, here's the tricky part. My brain doesn't do well with uncertainty. Yeah. You can't, so it's like, I I can't with 100% certainty tell you it's shingles until I would see the rash, right? Because that's the telltale no way sign. To test- no, 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 for you can't it because te- it is in your body. It's a virus that's always in your body. Yeah. If you've had ch- chicken pox or the chicken pox vaccine, then it's in your body. The virus is in your body. It's dormant. Whenever you're under stress or your immune system is low, it flares up. Yeah. This, this, um, it makes its way through your nerve branches and flares up. So, but the tricky like game of chicken is I could wait until right. the rash arrives to, in order to confirm my brain and be like, see, it yeah. is shingles. In which case then it's almost too late because if I start the antivirals, then I could have, it could be the first time I had it. It could yeah. be very bad because yeah. that's what I did the first time yep. is that I waited until I had the rash. And we rash. also didn't know. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's not like I did it on purpose. Or I can go on the antivirals early, trust my intuition, trust that this is the same sensation I had both times and kick it early and try to so um but but there's never this moment where someone's like this is definitely what it is so that's why we're sort of like "Mm." but it is yeah it's really interesting because we were talking about it the other day i guess it was two days ago and it it becomes an exercise in risk mitigation like as totally as like weird as that sounds it's like okay let's just break this down we could wait and you have kind of two scenarios it either flares up and it's five weeks of misery why would we do that it it could not flare up and then you're going to be fine. Like you'll yeah. just work through it. And whatnot. But what what mitigates both of those things right. and just like gets rid of the unknown? Trusting and that's, your body, going yeah. on the antivirals. And so that's where I'm at right now. Um, and it's not super fun to go through this. However, I did have, which I think if we touched on like a little bit, those of you who listen to the show regularly will know that in October and November, I had quite a lot of emotional stress. It mm. wasn't work stress. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that. It was emotional stress. And what I've told Jason is this time around, I'm pretty like frustrated with my body because I'm sort of like, I do all the right things. Like I take care of my health. I take care of my mental health. I, you know, I keep reading about like it flares up when your immune system is low. And I just don't buy that for me personally because I have the blood work. I have, I don't get sick. I heal you don't fine. Eat nearly as many cinnamon rolls or cookies as I do. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I feel pretty good about my immune system. I, I have come to decide and I cannot back this up with any science, but it's just about knowing my own body. 
I think this is my brain's way of when I am going through emotional stress, it, this is what triggers it for me. I, I, I really believe that. I think that I'm a super sensitive person. I think I'm very in touch with my emotions. I do not compartmentalize. And sometimes I pay a price for that. And, and I, you know, there's a part of me that's very frustrated by that, but I have done enough inner work to now stop myself when I go down that line of thinking of like, why am I like this? Like, yeah. why can't I? And I'm just like, guess what? But you are. Yeah. And there's beautiful, wonderful, amazing things that come with being sensitive. And then there's, you know, less convenient things as well. Yeah. And if this is just the price that I pay for working through some shit, okay. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, so well, we also I'm did just a bunch of research too it. on like, is it bad to go on the antiviral? Like, are there any long term problems with that? And right. there's really not, you know, it's not well, a I mean, deal. You know, there's not nothing, but like you were talking about, it's a risk mitigation strategy. The positives of nipping this in the bud early far outweigh the negatives of taking the antiviral. Yeah. And so what we decided was we had two booster appointments yesterday. Yeah. And when we, you know, it was the yesterday morning when we were like, okay, let's call the doctor. Let's just like reaffirm what we think for our risk mitigation strategy for your shingles. And when they were like, yeah, you should just take the antiviral. And you asked about COVID because we, we assumed that you just wouldn't want to get a booster while doing the antiviral. And they said the same thing. So now it's just, okay, I got mine done. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, you'll be on the antiviral for seven to 10 days or however long. Mm-hmm. And then we re- we're going to rebook your appointment so mm-hmm. we can get yours done. So you still have two weeks ahead mm-hmm. of before we leave. And that's why I think for this big move for us and this huge transition, we're just really trying to like create the space ahead of time for all these curveballs. Yeah. For the chaos. Exactly. So what we're titling this episode like probably and what our mantra has been is embrace Embrace the the chaos. chaos. And so there couldn't be a more perfect illustration of getting shingles literally like two days before you're supposed to get the booster. Yeah. Throwing off your our timeline for that. Yeah. Having this curveball while this is arguably like the most intensive week in terms of we're getting ready for a garage sale, we're getting ready for an art sale, which we'll talk about. Yeah. But they're just, we all, we have to kind of laugh about it because this is what it takes. This is the chaos that ensues when you yeah. are g- going to make such a big life change. And you just can't control these You can't control things. it. It's, yeah. And I'm, I'm viewing it very much as an opportunity to learn and to almost prepare us for a year of travel, which is the same thing, right? It's embracing the chaos. There's going to be things, there's going to be a lot of things we can't control. Yeah. We're going to be so far out of our comfort zone. And for the past couple of years, we've really thrived under being able to control everything. Yeah. And so now it's time to kind of shake that up, remind ourselves, how do we do when we get curveballs? How do we do when we can't plan for every scenario? So this is a really good opportunity to test that. And that's why we are embracing the chaos. Yeah. And I think one of the practical things just to share, because as we try and do on the show, like there's little things we hope to to bestow upon you that we oh, learn, we're bestowing. which is just, we're in this busy season, you know, as we call it the stressful season in previous episode, it's about now every day checking in. Yeah. So it's not about, oh, we had these well-laid plans for the next five weeks. We, they just, we have to we do We have them. to, exactly. N- absolutely not. It's like today on our to-do list was to research the most comfy airplane-friendly masks possible. <laughs> and then also any other airport things that can make us going through customs, customs and things like any of that. Like we have global entry. Uh, we have, um, uh, what do we have? Something with uh, one of our credit cards, but like we could get clear, which is nothing, but it's only the US. Like it's all that. It's like, we're not doing that today. We got plenty of other things we got to do. On the grand scheme of so it just gets bumped. not important. It just gets bumped. And even things like, you know, today we were supposed to wrap our family's Christmas presents and like listen to music and like do all that. It's like, no, that's going to get moved to tomorrow because this is going to be the big thing that takes up energy. Big, this is a big thing. It's a big energy suck for you. And then you also have a big task, which I think we can segue into here. You ready? Oh, sure. Did you want to wrap up that? Uh, yeah, the, the whole point there, the bestow on bestowment of the knowledge as I was giving was just every day meet what can be moved around. That's the tip. I love you so much. Thanks. You know how sometimes like you just look at your person and you're just like, it's that, it's that meme that goes around. What is it? It's, it's the quote from the office, like, or, or John Krasinski saying, you ever just look at your person? <gasps> I've never just, seen this meme. Oh really? I don't think so. Oh, it's perfect because it's always juxtaposed to like, a guy's eating a sandwich and like half the sandwich falls out on the plate. Yeah. It's like, and you just love them so much. But just, it was just a moment. I caught a glimpse of you and I was just like, 
you're cute. I like doing this with you. Wow, thanks so much. You're welcome so much. Um, and thank thank you for not having shingles. <laughs> yeah, we well that that is kind of an interesting part of this, and we we talk about this all the time. It's a blessing and a curse for both of us to be who we are. So yeah. it's like you're which I think th- is probably every every relationship. There's for positives sure. to your balance, and yeah. then there's negatives. but I, I I do think there's just something very interesting. Like I'm the person who never has ailments at all. and like those things and like and that's good and bad mm-hmm. you just get a little shingles got a little, pain got a little zap a little shingles pain it's just your face scrunched <laughs> up and you know you're the person who feels everything and so we're kind of constantly going like okay like is this a thing or is it not a thing and and i think that's just a, a a big thing there that we have learned is not to see that as a curse as i said like it just that's a phrase it's more just to see it as like okay this is who you are Let's run down the gamut of all these things. What are all these things? What's going on in yeah, our Yeah, because the positive of it is that we balance each other out. Obviously, like, I'm so glad that we're different because, yeah. you know, I can sort of teach you how to tap into your emotions more. You can teach me. You can just take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when I'm bleeding profusely and you're like, hey, do you know you're bleeding? And I'm like, oh. Right. You take care of me and I take care of you, but just in very different ways. But also the downside is it's hard to, it's hard to communicate with each other our life experience because it's so different. So it's like I communication has to be so key because I using my words, since you can't know what it's like to be inside my body and feeling everything all the time, I have to use my words. And then same with you, you have to use your words to tell me, Oh, my brain doesn't work like that. Like here's what's happening in my brain. And so I think we have done a good job of that over time, but also when you're so different and you you fit together so nicely and you cover each other's sort of, I hate the word weaknesses, but you know what I'm saying? You fit together like puzzle pieces. However, you also have to be mindful that that doesn't turn into a resentment. Yeah. Right? Like where you're so good at kind of being the the doer in our family and I'm so good at being the feeler. Mm-hmm. And so it, it has to... It, sometimes it can drift in this territory where you're like, well, I'm doing all the time. Like I'm doing all the things and that can turn into resentment if you're not like sharing that it doesn't feel fair or that it doesn't feel balanced. And same with me, sometimes when I'm going to therapy and I'm learning this and I'm growing and sort of taking you along on that journey, it's important that if I don't communicate that, that it doesn't turn into resentment of being like, well, why is the emotional burden always on me? Right. And so that that's kind of an interesting thing about being in a partnership that is so well-balanced and that is so clearly delineated, you have to also then bridge the gap with communication all the time so it doesn't turn into resentment. Yeah. I think there's an interesting thing that happens too with us where you'll be like, my ear feels like it's like hot and like hurts. And I'm like, do you know the fire is on behind us? And you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then and then I'm just like sitting and I look uncomfortable and you're like, are you in some sort of pain? And I'm like, yeah, I think like my back is tight. I'm like, okay, well, maybe just acknowledge that it's happening, all right? Like, you know, it's just like helping the other person get through something that they're figuring figuring through. So. Yeah, I forget. You do that all the time where like you're so uncomfortable and I'm like, or like your temperature is uncomfortable or something and I'm like, or you're wearing a jet. I'm like, what's happening right now? And you're like, yeah, I've just been really uncomfortable for the past like 45 minutes. I'm like, take off your jacket. Like change the, t- like do something to acknowledge. But it's but you're inefficient like, to take my jacket off. And, and All you're right. like, then I'd have to acknowledge. Let's, I'm feeling yeah, exactly. yeah. Let's talk about this art sale. Okay. So we kind of touched on this a little bit that it's a, an important week. And that is because something very big is happening too big things are happening. Yeah. But the biggest thing is we are now in the phase of trying to thin out and get rid of all of our things. And most of our possessions are in the this room that we're recording yeah. in, the, the fart, fart studio. studio. And that is all of my art. Yeah. So we have about eight or so canvases that I've yep. done over the years. And then we had 300 plus pieces of 18 by, 18 by 24. 24 watercolor paper that if those of you who have been with us or been with me in from the Made Vibrant days in 2016, I did a daily art project on Instagram called Abstract Affirmations Daily, where I did an abstract acrylic painting and then paired it with a, a piece of hand lettering. But I would start those pieces out on watercolor paper, painting those. And I just kept them in like a lay flat file that Jason Ikea hacked together for me. Ooh. And I've just kept them because I didn't want to get rid of them. Um, but they weren't finished pieces in my mind. They were like these explorations, these daily, um, you know, kind of like little parts of my artistic journey. They weren't quote unquote finished. Yeah. And then we went through them and we picked out 
uh, how many? Seventy. Roughly seventy. Yeah. Pieces. So can I just interject here? Absolutely. I have so many things I want to say. Great. So for those of you who might live with an artist, I think you can relate to this. But there are probably so few of you who can live with an artist. So I'm hoping I can paint this picture for you. you oh, have paint this, the picture. You have this beautiful creative soul that you're next to, uh-huh. and they are just churning out unbelievable creations that are amazing, fantastic, unique, different, chaotic, weird, blobby. They're all just all over the place. And and again, they're abstract, right? So it's like right. it's, your interpretation of whatever this is, is so subjective. So subjective. So we're sitting here and we're, uh, we're in the fart studio. I'm sitting on our little couch. You're sitting on the floor and you're going through the lay flat of the 300 pieces mm-hmm. and you're holding them up and your face at some of them is like, you literally want to throw up on it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great one. And I'm Someone like, will and buy I'm that. Like, you could not pay me and money this is, it's such to a, put this on a public facing website and, it's and such sell a it weird to someone. Thing. So what, what really made this a lot easier when we were going through these, yes. and it actually didn't make it easier, but it, it made it somewhat doable because I think it wouldn't have been had we not had this, is 100% of the proceeds are going to go toward a mental health organization. Yes. So when we would be in this moment where yes. you'd be holding up and you were like, huh, huh, and I'm like, no, no, that's a good one. Veto. You're like, I like that, that one. That one's going it's in the okay pile. It's okay that you don't so, like that exactly. one, but I like that one. And there were so many moments. Like, I, I think if we're being honest, you maybe would have ended up with like 40 pieces if if we if it was push came to shove. Probably. And and I probably wanted 150. So you know, we met somewhere in the middle there. It de- there are definitely some that. Well, it, part of it, it's just so hard, right? Because a lot of these two are four years ago artist me. But you're absolutely right in those moments where I have doubt or like, I don't want to put this, you know, have it publicized in any type of way. You're like, yeah, but if somebody loves that piece exactly, and if somebody buys it and if that money then gets donated to a community organization that provides mental health resources for real people, isn't that worth it? Exactly. For you to be uncomfortable for a half a second because of a piece that you did four years ago. And I was like, yes, it is. Yeah. So, but I also do understand as someone who really cares about the details of things that that are created, there is a little bit of like, yeah, but my name is attached to that. Absolutely. Like my signature is going to be on standard. that. I have a standard. I have a standard for yeah. that. Also, are they all signed? We need to sign. We them need all. to sign them. Okay. Don't worry. Um, they will be signed. And and I I have just it, it's funny because I posted a story of us going through this and like just getting people ready for the art sale. My very small following on Instagram. You posted a story about it. We'll post again. It's going to go to our email list. As of recording this episode and publishing it, the sale goes live the following Monday, which is the 13th, I believe. Feels right. And it'll be up just for that week. We'll go over the logistics here in a second. But the the reason why I'm just kind of like talking through these different points is there have been so many moments in this project where you've been like, I don't like, let's just not do this. It's like, okay, but let's come back to the why. Why are we doing this? It's not just to sell your art to make money because your art is here and you did it. It's so that we can raise money for a mental health organization to give resources. And that's an amazing thing that your art can do. So it's at every turn when this got difficult, we would just sit down and go, okay, but why are we doing this? Right. It's remembering the why when things get chaotic. And I actually was thinking about that. We've, we've touched on this before, but in this season in general, remembering the why behind the chaos and and the trip that we're about to take yeah. and the enormous opportunity and privilege and exciting chapter that's about to unfold in our lives. And so, and again, I think we talked about in this last episode of just not being surprised when that's difficult. Yeah. So if you're about to make a big change, being like, I expected this to be uncomfortable. I expected this to be chaotic. I expected this change to have challenges and remembering what all of that is for. Yes. And name of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but Way to remind them, babe. What, but what is it all for? It's like, yeah. what is all this chaos for? It is for us to have an experience that is going to change our lives. And so when I feel in the middle of the chaos and very like thrown around by the waves of that, yeah. I zoom out a little bit and I can see the bigger ocean and see like, oh, what, you know, what's the bigger picture here? Yeah. So um, remembering the why is a really good Reminder, did you say you wanted to remind people of the details of the art sale? Oh, it was more, who just got a bid on one of my pairs of shoes on eBay? <laughs> the <laughs> only the notifications only that notifications Jason has on, on his watch. Apple Watch are eBay, eBay notifications. <laughs> and boy. It's it's uh, $11. Are just you going everybody. back to your days when you used to sell cell phones on eBay? Oh, absolutely. But I didn't get notifications then. I just got emails, I guess, is the only way wow. I knew. Wow, but this is taking you back, huh? Yeah. Uh, anyway, still got some items on eBay. Um, 
the the art sale. So what I wanted to talk about was a little bit of just very quickly sure. how we're doing it mm-hmm. and kind of what the the goals are. So right. we decided uh, to use Squarespace. Mm-hmm. So you're just spinning up a Squarespace Squarespace site. and Gumroad. Squarespace and Gumroad. I was going to get there. Okay. So Squarespace is where all the pieces are going to be listed. So once we did the vomit session of picking all the pieces mm-hmm. and doing the vetoes mm-hmm. and fighting the fights, we, ran, we ended up with 70 total pieces. Mm-hmm. We then took them into our bedroom. We have this little uh, ladder that we put together. It's got like this jute rope that's been wrapped around it, which is like a nice little backdrop to hang uh, these pictures on. So I sat there on your phone, mm-hmm. took, I think, seven to eight photos of every piece. Mm-hmm. So it's like 550 photos mm-hmm. of all these pieces of I art. put on Instagram that you were like giving me stage mom energy. Like yeah. you just had this. You might as well have <laughs> been a, a mom at a recital taking photos. The way that you were oh. getting, trying to get the best angles of I, these art pieces. At, a, at one point, I, I brought your one of your office chairs. You have two office chairs. Mm-hmm, yeah. so you have two offices in our home. I brought one of your chairs in so I could like roll up real nice and like get like <laughs> yeah. a nice yeah. shot. Yeah. But I really developed a good system. And yeah, it was great. So took all the photos. Photos. Those are going to be, uh, we already uploaded those all to, to Squarespace. You're creating individual listings. And then kind of the fun part of this, I would say, is the way that they're being sold is a pay what you want model. Yes. So what we're not doing is just putting an arbitrary price. We're just going to let all of you who might be interested pay what you think that piece of art would be worth to you with a minimum price. We will have a minimum price, which is going to cover the shipping. Yeah. Um, so it's not even like there's literally nothing. Like we would lose money if yeah. we said pay what you want. And it was like starting at zero and people were like $10. And it's like, oh, this is a, a two feet by four feet canvas. And it costs yeah. $250 to ship. Yeah. So we have a, a price floor, which it covers the shipping. Um, you can, and then I'm also, I've decided also going to have a suggested price because yeah. a, a friend also mentioned like sometimes when there's pay what you want stuff, it can cause a lot of stress yes. because the the person buying it's like, well, I don't know what the, and I'm afraid, am I going to hurt their feelings yep. if I undercut it and blah, 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 which you're not going to. Um, so I'm going to have a suggested price as well. But I just think also the knowledge that any amount over the floor price is a hundred percent going to this community organization, this yeah. nonprofit. So, to, in my mind, you know, it's sort of like, well, uh, I'm going to do. I, as the buyer, I'm going to do a quick assessment of yeah. how much money do I have to give to this organization, and I'm going to get a cool piece of art out of it. Yep. So that's my hope is that when people approach that pay what you want model, it's very much geared towards you know, pay what you can and, yeah. and don't judge yourself for it. And totally. don't think that I'm going to think anything yeah, about your, the price ex- that you choose. Just an example, like one of them, let's say an 18 by 24 piece. Um, you're looking at it, the suggested price, this is just throwing numbers out there. These aren't the final numbers. $50 mm-hmm. is the suggested minimum price or mm-hmm. the minimum price. Mm-hmm. The suggested price would be $75. $75. And you're sitting there thinking, you're like, mm, $75, like that's probably the top of my budget for yeah. this. Fantastic. Please, if- please buy it. Yeah, you're or good to go. guess what? Do fifty if it. Oh, you know for what I'm sure. saying? Like yeah, if you're like it, it doesn't. If you're like Christmas is coming yep. and like my money's bank tight, account, but like money's I really tight. Want this piece of art. You know, it's like again, I just don't want anyone to feel pressured. I don't yep. want anyone to feel bad. It is very much. I want everyone to give from a place of abundance and generosity and not scarcity or judgment. Uh, let's do a quick prediction. Do you have anything else on the art sale you want to share? No, just. The last thing I want to say about it, which we shared a little bit to our Waymers on our Monday uh, videos that we record for them, but the last thing I wanted to share with anyone listening is when I tell you that for four years, these paintings have sat in my art studio Yeah, and I haven't sold, people have asked me all the time, will you sell your art again? Will you sell your art again? And I haven't for a lot of different reasons. Um, but one of them is a stupid reason and, and it's just logistics. I just was like... I don't know how to ship them. I don't know how to package them so that they're protected. Uh, I'm afraid that they're going to not be in the best condition when they get to some, like all these fears. And for years, this art has just sat in my studio. Like, yes, bringing me joy by seeing myself surrounded by art, but not. I mean, let's be honest. They're in a lay flat thing. You can't even see them. Not having the impact out in the world that they could have bringing other people joy. And the fact that when all this is said and done, it will have been, so literally we made the plan on Friday. We're recording yeah. this on a Thursday. We made this plan, no, we're recording on this a on a Wednesday. Yeah. We made this plan less than a week ago. Yeah. The site will be live a week and a day, a week and two days after that first initial meeting. Yeah. So the fact that we're going to pull this off within two weeks, when I've waited for four years yeah. because the logistics were holding me back, is such a testament to 
questioning our own limitations that we're putting on ourselves. Well, and it's also, this is a phrase that I've used for so long, which is outsource your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So if you knew that the logistics of packaging these things up and figuring out the shipping and like picking the right box size and the cardboard and like, how are you gonna do it? Like, you got to outsource that. I'm happy to do that because that to me is like, I'm never going to create the art that you create. But I'll find the right box size. Mm-hmm. Ain't no thing to me. I'll just search and like do and look at some things, watch some videos. Do, yeah, that's fine. Like I totally think this is gonna work. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a little bit of no one has the perfect answer. Absolutely. Like we even watched a bunch Absolutely. of videos about people and shipping their art. Differently. It's all do- like mm-hmm. one guy just like wraps in a bunch of bubble wrap and just like calls it good. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay. I mean, that that you can really do it however you want. But I do think the if you're up against a project or something and you love. of it or 75% of it, but 25% is really holding you back. Can you outsource that in some way? Is it a... a Not even... Yeah, it could be outsourced or it could just be like asking the opinion of someone else. It could be just taking it out of your brain and getting support and using a sounding board or something like that. I just... I think it's so almost like it's sad a little bit that that all of this has not gone out into the world because of that roadblock that wasn't even really a roadblock yeah and imagine you probably would have sold even more of them you know it's fine okay um last part of this that i wanted to bring up was what's your prediction of how long it takes for them all to sell out because i think this is going to be fun to get our two different answers oh gosh i don't think every single one of them will sell i think they will all be sold by wednesday okay this is the difference in the two of us of how you feel about your art and how i feel about your art yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah which is great yeah. because I also have like the just the small amount of people who see my Instagram stories mm-hmm. who have sent me messages that it's now on their calendar for when it mm-hmm. starts that they're super excited and that they're telling their family members about it as well. Like, so actually, people be- are probably wondering that how will they be able to know? what the site is uh we'll both post about it on instagram yes on monday yes. so we're just gonna have like I'm i'll just, put it in my stories the link to the to, page to the page yep and then if you're already on our email list you'll get, you'll the, get the link yeah and that's it that's how we're doing it and by wednesday they're all gonna be I sold we need to think it through now because well, we're on a we're on a journey here Whatever you're thinking about, we can discuss okay. later. Yeah. All right. We don't need to pro- we don't need to problem solve live. Live. Although maybe some people are like, wait, what was it? Let's go. Yeah. Well, now you get a cliffhanger. All right. What's next? Next. Oh, do you want to talk about the garage sale? Uh, garage sale is looming. It's Wednesday. We are T minus three days until the garage sale begins. Uh, this has caused me some stress, as I yeah. talked about last week. But I'm, I'm proud com- of you. I'm coming around to it. Yesterday, we when we picked up your shingles meds. Um, we also picked up some poster board to create some garage sale signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked up some markers so we can knock those out. So that's going to be today. We well, I think the first thing we did that was really helpful is we had a meeting on Monday yes. where we sat down and we said, what are all the tasks associated exactly. with this thing? What yeah. actually needs to happen? And we wrote it down and we said, okay, these are the things we're doing Wednesday. These yep. are the things we're doing Friday. These are the places we're posting the garage sale. And I think that really helped your brain. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for any any big project, and big is very subjective, but any project that just has a lot of different moving parts, you have to sit down and break it down. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just go garage sale and then just hope that it'll all unfold. Mm-hmm. Like You also can't control every outcome and every variable, but there are a lot of things that were swirling around in my brain of how, you know, where are people going to park? Like, how are we going to do these things? Like we rented some tables, you know, what are we going to put on the tables? It's like all of that, like we can kind of figure that out in the day, but it's all the other little things. And so now my, my brain has really flipped on this. I'm like, I'm actually excited for Friday, mm-hmm. which is two days from now to go around our house. We already did the notion of like all the things, but to start to like move them all into the garage mm-hmm. so that we can really start to see some progress yeah. in things going away and getting ready to sell those things. And listen, I fully understand because we did a garage sale to sell all of our things before and we didn't sell all of our things. And that's why we're doing two garage sales mm-hmm. is to give us a better chance to sell everything. But I think we want to sell as much as possible that isn't you know, super important to our livelihood right now. Like a bed frame. Like we're not going to sell our bed. We're not going to sell our couch, our TV stand and TV. Like we're still here for another month. Yep. So um, we want to keep those things. But like I'm looking around, it's like the Roscog, which is yep. like a little art caddy. The, you know, the bookshelf over there, all the books you mentioned before, like we just do a dollar table for all the books. So there's just a lot of little things. So I'll be very curious to record next week's episode. I know. To give everyone the update of like, okay, how to do it. Did we sell four items total <laughs> or did we make a pretty sizable dent? And yeah, we'll find out. We, next, yeah, next episode, you will hear how the garage sale went. And the following episode, you'll hear how the art sale went. Oh, I think we'll get an art sale update next week. Yeah, but you won't get the final final. If it's all sold by Wednesday, you will. Okay, well, there you go. If it's all sold by Wednesday. Okay. 
But that if it doesn't, we're not disappointed in ourselves and we still believe <laughs> in our art. We love ourselves very much and there's no expectation and no pressure and everybody's hey, a also, wonderful soul. Also yeah. remember, people buying these, they're buying these for mental health advocacy. They're not buying them to give you money for your art. That's a reframe. So if they don't buy them... So I'm completely detached. They just don't care about mental health. So it's their fault. <laughs> I think you gleaned the wrong insight from oh, all of that. Oh, I gleaned whatever insight I wanted. That's how <laughs> yeah, life works. I know. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. You wanted to uh, share some interesting updates about logistics, like our phones and yeah. Carvana. So I just thought that there's there's a lot of looming tasks when you're getting ready to make a big move like this. And yes. I think as we've talked about in a couple episodes now, it's like, what what do you do? Like, mm -hmm. what is the actual thing that you do? So By one, the way, yeah. total tangent, but because we use Notion to organize everything in our lives, we have an entire record of all the tiny little things we've done. So at some point, if we ever wanted to, yeah. I think a checklist or like a pdf or something of all the tasks could definitely be beneficial for someone so Let's it's do like it. we're doing it for you like if you ever want to do this yeah uh so one of the things that we did is we were switching from our current at&t cell phone plan we are on the iphone upgrade program this is probably too much information for most of you but just you know come along with me on the journey so we are switching to t-mobile's magenta max plan this only matters for you if you're someone who's thinking about doing what we're doing, which is traveling the world for a year. And we want to keep our existing numbers. We want to be able to text like we have very easily. We want to be able to make phone calls. And essentially, I look at this as just like keeping our phones as simple as possible without having to jump through a bunch of hoops as we move around Europe. Uh -huh. So this is like just getting on the simplest phone plan we can, keeping it all as, as easy going, easy breezy as possible. And it's basically paying the same amount that we're paying now. It's like a little bit more per month. So that's in the mail. We'll get those. We'll, we'll do the switch over from AT&T to T-Mobile. Then we'll be able to use our phones internationally because it includes international data, texting and all that in the plan. Mm -hmm. You get slower speeds, mm -hmm. but that's our second item of this. We got a, uh, an add-on. An add-on. So the, Expansion pack. One of the things that we've really been looking at because we do all of our work on the internet is, you know, some places don't have great Wi-Fi. Some places, you know, it's going to be spotty getting a connection. And with this phone plan, we're not going to be able to use our phones as hotspots with the T-Mobile plan. So it's the question became, do we buy like a physical Wi-Fi device, which will have its own set of data and we, you know, carry it around Europe and there are plenty of those that are available. Or now that we're in the world of virtual, uh, there are things called an eSIM, which is in your phone, especially the newer iPhones already. And essentially what this does is there's an app and the one that we're looking at using is called AirAllo. Uh, the word air, A-I-R-O-L-O, -O, if you want to look it up. And you essentially, it's what people do now where they go and they buy a data card and they put the SIM card in their phone. This is just an app and you just do it before you go to the place. So we just are going to spin up some data. We'll have extra data at as high as speeds you can get in Europe. And it's on our phone and we just switch over to the network. You're giving me a face like you don't care at I, all about I, I'm just trying so hard. <laughs> like, I am trying so hard. My brain is shutting off when you're talking yeah. about this. It's I know like, you don't care, but I do know oh, as I, a listener of yeah, our show, yeah. I care. You okay. know? You don't listen to our show? No. I do. You know you don't. You watch don't. our YouTube channel you once in a while. No, I listen to... Uh, like well, the I listen, finished episode? I don't finish the episodes. No, you no, edit them. I listen to them. the start to make sure that they sound good when they come out. So are you a listener or are you an editor? I'm a listener. I'm one of the, I'm one of the 16, I 17, 18, 19, I am not 19, dimming your light. I think yeah. somebody out there will find it interesting. I just need you to know that yeah. when my eyes glaze over, that is not a reflection That's why we only you. are spending two minutes on that. Now right. we move on. Can't get those two minutes back. <laughs> <laughs> but you will be happy that you have data when you're I in sure Europe, do. won't you? You're... How would you have figured this out? Tell me. I would have. Uh, how? Google, yeah, huh? to name uh, one. Yeah. Secondly, and all the options that would have been presented, you wouldn't have been overwhelmed. Yeah, I hate options. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So next up is selling our car. So this is an interesting thing, I think, because many people don't know about the service that we used before. Really? I don't think so. They do like Super Bowl commercials and stuff. Do they? You saw a Super Bowl commercial or did you just make this up? <laughs> I, I've seen a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when was the last time a Super Bowl was on? Every year, it's at the same right. time. Anyway, the company that we're going to probably sell our car through is called Carvana. Mm -hmm. And in the U.S., uh, at least, the there may be some of these in other places, but Carvana is one in the U.S. They, It's just no hassle. So you just go online. You enter your license plate number for your car. They, you answer a bunch of questions about the condition of your car. They send you an immediate offer for the value of your car. And I've looked at, now there's a couple of these. It is the highest above all of them. Mm. So when we were looking at selling our Volkswagen Tiguan a couple of years ago, a little SUV that we had, 
we went to CarMax. We did like all of that rigmarole. And I, and I will just say, as an experience, hated the CarMax experience. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. But going and sitting at someone's desk where they're like, they're just being like, this is what we can offer you. And it's yeah. like such a negotiation. And it's so stupid. It's awful. You go on Carvana. You enter your license plate number. You enter the details. They send you a like, no questions asked. We will write you this check. And, and <laughs> we will pick up the car. It's amazing. Are you glazing over again? No, I was <laughs> laughing at it. I'm just literally reliving the um, car max experience. Oh. And you looked at me before we went in and you were like, do not with your face let on that we have to sell this car yeah. today. Yeah. And I was like, what's my face doing? Like, I don't yeah. know what a face of someone who doesn't yeah. need to sell this car looks like. But I hate that. The mind game yeah. of like negotiation and sales and just being like don't again like, like this we is need like, the leverage like you got to be able to walk away and i'm like can i just i hope every person listening to this I who's eBay my car possibly thinking about selling their car goes on carvana after this we have no link to, Not you to use. enter your license plate fill out the details it's gonna ask for your email just enter your email and get your offer and see what it is because you might be surprised at what your car is worth. And we were when we entered the Tiguan because CarMax lowballed us so much. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we already have the price for our, our Model 3. It's a perfectly good price. We feel very good about it. We've gone through the process of finishing paying off our loan, which was very nice to be able to do so that we can have the title in hand, which I believe shows up next week. Thank you for doing those logistics. You're welcome. And we'll just be able to, like a week before we leave, schedule them to pick it up. They will pick up our car, hand us a check, and we will be good to go. So very excited about that. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Those are a couple of nitty gritties. Speaking of being grateful for living in a time where you can literally sell your car through the internet. Yeah. I wanted to quickly touch on gratitude and perspective because in this embrace the chaos philosophy, one thing that I have been noticing is like I was telling you right before we started recording one thing with my daily routine that has kind of fallen by the wayside that I'm picking back up again is a daily gratitude practice. And I used to do it every single day, all the time. I would have a check-in in my little notion thing. I would say, what am I grateful for today? And the interesting thing about a gratitude practice is I feel like when you're doing it, you don't really, you kind of take it for granted. You're like, is this really a right. positive add-on? Like it feels good in the moment, but you're like, is it a really integral piece of, and I think it's one of the most integral pieces because you don't notice how powerful it is until you're not doing it. Yeah. And, um, something that brought me back to it was last night I was, this is not a classic movie night, rotten potatoes shout out, but I, I was taking my first little antiviral. I was feeling sorry for myself with my shingles. And I was like, I need to watch something that like pulls pulls in my attention so that I just can get out of my own head. Yeah. So I watched this documentary on Disney Plus called The Rescue. And it's um these two amazing filmmakers, Chai and Jimmy, they're like a filmmaking duo. I think they're married. Sure. If not partnered. But um they they directed Free Solo and they also directed this new movie called The Rescue and The Rescue follows the story of the um, Thai football team of boys who was stuck in the cave. I don't know if people remember the story. It was like a huge story. This? I want to say 2018 maybe. Okay. Um, but these 13 or I think it was maybe 12 boys in their coach or 13 boys in their coach got stuck in this underwater cave. It's monsoon, almost monsoon season. So they're trapped. And it's this incredible rescue of coordination between, you know, Thai Navy SEALs and British dive, cave divers and American like special forces and like all of the Australians, like yeah. everyone coming together. Slightly stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I was telling you, I, I'm watching it. It's an unbelievable story. Even if you were, think you know what happened, watching this documentary and seeing it unfold. And, and it truly is one of those movies where you go like they made the impossible possible. And it just had me so deep in gratitude the whole time watching it and almost like laughing at myself being like, listen, this is not to diminish my own feelings. So right. it, it, this is a very tricky thing, right? Because it's like, you never want to compare your suffering to others. You never want to, I don't think that's helpful because sometimes we use, we weaponize that as a way to like shut down our feelings and being like, Hey, don't be sad about this or don't whatever. Other people have it so much worse, but I, I don't think, I think that's a way of not feeling our feelings. So it's a, it's a tricky line, but I do think comparison can sometimes be helpful for perspective. And so here I am in my feelings, feeling sorry for myself. And I'm watching this incredible story and I'm just going, you know, what's not happening in my life right now. <laughs> not I'm not tra trapped in a cave. You know, what's not happening in my life right now. I'm not the only trained cave diver in the world who has to go on this 
incredibly risky life risking mission to save people because no one else in the world can do it yeah that pressure is not on my shoulders i can tell you uh, as an enneagram specialist <laughs> the diver is not a four yeah i can tell oh you oh my god babe they, they are interviewing <laughs> these divers and they're all like you you would be a great right, cave diver because right. they're all it was actually really beautiful because there was this one cave diver who was like my whole life i've kind of been teased for not being emotional like being compartmentalizing my emotions and being like cold and he's like what i learned through this experience is that you can actually like use that like that yeah. can be a, a gift for some because you can't cave dive for three hours underwater if you're if you're sensitive me. yeah, yeah for sure yeah i mean and, maybe you could but it just i think everyone gets the point listen no, it's like I don't, no. it definitely takes a different mindset to be able to do those types yeah, of things and so it was this beautiful thing of like we're all different for different reasons like we all have a very valuable role to play in this life experience and it made me feel really deep gratitude for it, it, it turned my focus away from everything that is chaotic and challenging about this time period and it turned me to gratitude and um it just changed my perspective and sometimes all you need is a little bit of a perspective shift to see things in a different light so I wanted to share that I'm gonna get back into my daily gratitude practice I think it matters I think if you are feeling any type of stuckness or maybe just noise or uh, you know different things in your life that maybe you want to shake it up try try gratitude yeah for sure uh okay is that it is our last bullet bullet point before getting to classic yes, movie night that is it all right we have one classic movie yeah because you this is saturday and you were starting to not feel well we had friday and saturday gone through all of the art sale decision making what what what, what happened to me on saturday i think this was just the beginning of i think you. it was too what did i say what was I just like, I don't feel good? Uh, yeah. Well, we were sitting on the couch. I had taken 550 photos, so you were exhausted from that, um, having to take all of those photos. You were really <laughs> tired. And uh, all the decision-making. No, I just think, it, jokes aside, it was a it was a lot to decide to sell your art. It was a big right. like decision on your heart to yeah. do this and to, I think, like let go of them being safely stowed away forever right. to releasing them into the wild. But I just also kind of, it is interesting because... I didn't really do the math and realize that that's when I started feeling crappy. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Saturday night rolls around. I had two movies already picked out that were Christmas movies. I felt like I had done such a great job yeah. finding Christmas mm -hmm. movies for us to watch. That were obscure. That were we hadn't seen before. Right. I hadn't seen. Right. And so we only watched one because you weren't feeling it, which was fine. I was totally okay with it. Wow. We got to watch one. Wow. Um, but it sucked. <laughs> All right. Let's it talk about. Suck, suck. It, it didn't was, suck, suck. It didn't suck, suck. It was. I'll, I'll just tell you the potatoes. Yeah. You gave it four point five. I gave it four point five. It was an it was an under five. Yeah. I gave it a five point five. And the movie is called Noel. Noel. This is Anna Kendrick and yep. Bill Hader. I, I would say it's Anna Kendrick Bill, and, yeah. and like a sniff of Will Hader. <laughs> like it's oh, just a a, a soft a breeze, <laughs> a soft breeze of Will. Like just really didn't use him much at all. Like if you've seen Trainwreck, that's the Bill Hader I wanted in this movie. Yeah. That's not the Bill Hader I got. But luckily, Anna Kendrick is so charming. She's so charming. She She's so funny. This movie to a four and a half from what could have been terrible. Yeah. What was our, our overall disappointment with this movie was, I think the premise is cool. Yeah. The premise okay? is the good. The premise is sort of like this Santa interesting. Santa Claus's kids. This interesting like feminist premise of Santa Claus's like lineage. And so Santa Claus passes away. That's not a spoiler. It's like a very integral part sure. of the story. Um, the son. It's also a Disney movie. So you know one parent right, is going to pass Right. A parent has to die in a Disney yeah. movie. Um, the son becomes Santa. But he. This is. This go, going back to our everyone has unique gifts conversation. Yeah. His unique gifts are not well suited to be Santa Claus. Right. Noel, yeah, who is the sister, who is the daughter of Santa Claus, is actually the one who has the Christmas magic. But this is also a, there's also a good lesson in like the way things have always been done is not the way that things have to be done. So yeah. the tradition is that it's always like a man who's Santa, and yeah. so but but Anna Kendrick is a better suit for being Santa, and so well, I'm not going to share the plot anyway. The premise. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, what we decided while we were watching the movie, I think I said this like halfway through. This is the problem with movies like this is they can't decide, are you for adults right. or are you for kids? Yes. A movie like Elf. Yes. That movie is for adults. Yes. 
It is made for adults. In like it, a kid looking world. And a kid can watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. This movie is straight in the middle. Straight in the middle. So adults are like, yep. I don't know. Like I'm kind of yes. bored halfway yes. through. Yes, it's a little And I'm boring. sure kids would be the same way. They'd be like, they're in Scottsdale, Arizona. Why? Like, yeah. well, I don't understand. Like, yes. this doesn't do they have to me. these moments of adult humor that really do land. And, and Anna Far Kendrick and does between, such though. a good job. But it's, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. And then they're vacillating between that and this sort of like earnestness that as an adult, you're like, wait, we. We were just in the irony world of like we're in Scottsdale, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. but now we're in the like it's an earnest miracle on 34th Street Christmas, and I just I'm exhausted from yeah. the the boredom of trying to do those two things. So overall, the feeling was a little bit of disappointment, just a little bit boring, unfortunately. But I gave it a 5.5 because I liked the I liked Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I liked the premise. I liked some of the visuals. Yep, I enjoyed like it did feel like a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, we were, I think we were about 15 minutes into the movie and I was like, I have to just say this out loud. I'm, this movie's not good, but I'm going to try and just enjoy it as a Christmas movie Yeah. because I went into it thinking like these two people I think are so fun and funny. This movie's going to be great. And Did, then you quickly, there. you quickly realize like, oh, they're not doing what they, they should have should, done with these people who are amazing. Well, yeah. And we even talked about there's Billy Eichner has a character and Oh, if you know Billy knows, Eichner, yeah. he can he can crank it up to eleven. And yeah. they were like, Billy, if you could keep it to a four, that would be great. It really and was. And you're like, Billy at a four is just like a dude. Like he's just like a normal dude. It's like yeah. get, let Billy be Billy. Let Billy be Billy. Yeah. That's that should have been the uh, the return. Like, the on only this movie. level that is appropriate is for Billy to be at eleven. Yeah. So, would you recommend watching this movie? I think if you're desperate and you're looking for like any Christmas movie, that or you if you're a diehard Anna Kendrick fan, like just watch. That's it. That's a good option. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's our one movie. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll be back. Uh, our, our garage sale oh, is I, this Saturday, and then yes. we'll hopefully be able to stomach two movies. But if not, you may only get. One I really want to watch. I've seen. I've been trying not to see too much about it, but I have seen people enjoying Single All the Way, which I believe is on Netflix. So I would like to add that to our list. Well, we also have the. There's another like Christmas movie that's been on the top of the charts okay. for Netflix as well. Okay. But we have my movie that I listed two. So okay. are we rewatching any classic movies this year? And classic for us, like Home like, Alone. Die Hard. Oh. Yeah. Are we I think we should probably do it at Home Alone and Die Hard Night, don't you? You think so? I mean, that sounds great. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll do that Christmas Eve. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Really appreciate that, man. (laughs) Yeah. Fist bump in real time. Sure. I'll fist bump you. Uh, That was a very limp fist bump, just so you know. It was really unexpected. Yeah, but you also, you know what it was? You know what it was? It was my left hand. Yeah. Your left hand came in sloppy. (laughs) I'm just going to let you know. Okay, ready? You want to try again? Yeah. But now you've been thinking about it and you're prepared. So there's no, like, here you go, bro. Stop it. Oh, it's still like a, don't point your fist down. Well, I'm trying to make Keep it. Keep your fist, I want your knuckle up. Knuckle okay, up. First of all, I'm trying to be kind of casual knuckle about up. it because I don't like that it's so contrived. Hey, what's up? Give me a fist what's bump. What's up? That's a little bit better. I still, we need to work on your knuckle position. Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, what's up? I put out your fist. Yeah. You're, these knuckles. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you think we're supposed to, you need to be more vertical with your knuckles. There we go. See, it's not me. It's you. No. It's you. I don't like Do you it. see how good that was? <laughs> Everybody listening is like, did I just listen to one minute of them fist bumping each other? And yes, this is our last. Oh, you know what you did want? You said, remind me to talk about this on the podcast. It'll be our last thing that we talk about. Oh, okay, about. sure. Time me. Oh, this is your oh, favorite. Thing I think that I want to save time me for next week. Really? Yeah, just I want to start the episode with time me next week. So we'll just put it in the notes. Okay. Because it, it's a fun. I wanted to give it more due. We're at the end. We've wrapped up. Everyone's ready to move on to the next well, now pod. Well, everyone's like, what's time me? They'll find out next week. What along a with our garage sale and our art sale. Wow. Lots of cliffhangers. Yeah, it'll be fun. And hopefully you've survived shingles for the third okay. time. Okay. We uh, yeah, I'm a seasoned vet. You really seasoned are. shingle vet. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. We so appreciate you listening yeah. to this prambly, prambly show. Yeah. And we love all your emails about That's your it. favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're all done. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you, but we're done. Bye. <laughs>